Here we go. Welcome back. You are listening to Only the Important Stuff. I am your host, Jeff Heinrich. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Today it is uh, episode number seven, guest number six, which I think is kind of fitting. Uh, Mr. Ross Holly, how you doing, brother? Jeff, I couldn't be I couldn't be better than I possibly could be oh. right now, staring at this screen, looking at you, man. I am <laughs> I'm like a little I'm like a little kid right now. I feel like it's I feel like it's uh, fr- first day of of meeting at Augustana, and I'm like, all right, let's see what these boys are all about. No kidding, right? Like, I was thinking about that, right? Like, of all the things, like, to start talking about and, like, dive into as we get going here. But, yeah, I mean, you brought it up, right? Like, we met at Augustana. Ross and I played ball together in college. Um, Dude has the nastiest right arm I've ever seen in my life. Wow. I will put that out there. Um, I remember, like, like, as you were saying, right, I remember, like, showing up going, all right, Let's see who the competition is. Let's see what's what, right? And, you know, you size everybody up, and, you know, you go through our class. So everybody's got whatever. But I remember that uh, first day we were on the field, I just look over, and I'm just hearing this fucking whoosh, whoosh. I'm like, God damn, dude, look at this motherfucker. Because um, it was, man. I mean, like, you had more pop in that arm than I've ever seen anybody get out of an arm. Wow. Um, man, I appreciate that. You know what, though? Like, when I showed up, I was like, golly, look how big this dude is. Look how deep his voice is. I don't have a chance. I'm like, this is what I got to compete with right here. Uh, you, Teddy, you guys are big dudes. Uh, you know, Ryan and I are, we'll give, we'll give it six foot, right? You'll give us yeah. six foot. Yeah, that's yeah I'll give good. you six. But, but I remember showing up, dude, and I was like, these guys, it was so much fun seeing what we were going to be with for the next however many years and knowing that knowing it was it was all about Heine it was all about Heine I love it man yeah but but it was fun man we had a dope ass class um obviously we like we still keep in touch with most of them but um hey do you remember do you remember what you remember what we did that first that first night we were at Augustana god no jog my memory (laughs) Hey, so you, this is, this is where it kicked off, man. You, <laughs> Ryan, Andy, me, and Ted. Yeah. We all went over to Janan. Remember my sister, Melissa, had a oh, friend yeah. named Janan? Oh, yeah. Hey, Janan, Janan. Hey, you know, Janan. Hey, but, but I'm telling you. That was when I was like, these guys are cool because it was it was those five, and I know we had other guys in the class, which they were fine. Um, but I feel like from that that night, the bond that was created, just knowing, all right, this is what we're gonna deal with, and then it slowly progressed to uh, the the freshman Olympics. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother! Hell but, yeah! Oh like, man, it was good times. Yeah, you just you learn quick, right? Like who's who's going to be in your crew, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just, I, you know, I, mean, we're, I think we were incredibly lucky um, that, you know, us five, like, were able to create that bond that quickly um, and just become fast friends, right? Obviously, we had, you know, baseball to bond over, but, I mean, we were all, I don't want to say similar, but, like, all just into the same stuff and, like, all about having a good time, having fun, giving each other shit, you know, yeah. doing whatever, and yeah, man, I, it, I, 
I don't know about you. I was I felt super fucking blessed because like, you know, I didn't have the greatest experience at Augie, right? Like my career didn't turn out how I wanted it to, but I still had a fucking blast playing. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like, you hanging out with though, you Jeff, guys. That that see like even hearing that so many years later, I, I want everyone to know that you are you are one of the best teammates I have ever had. And to hear you say you didn't have the greatest, I like. All I think about is glowing stuff from you and, and being the mo- <laughs> one of the most loyal dudes I've ever known, uh, one of the it. best teammates I've ever known. And, and you know what is weird is, is I was co- I coach now, and I've been coaching a while, you know that, but uh, I get into um, some of the kids and the teams that I've been around, and I'm like, guys, when you're old, and, and they don't, I don't know that they understand it yet, you know, yet, and I think the, the older kids kind of start to get it, but I'm like, you don't remember any, you, I don't remember what anybody's ERA was or what their win loss was. No. I remember we had an extremely tight group, and I remember yeah. who was loyal and who was a good teammate. And you were at the top of that list, man. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate yeah. that. You know, and, and vice versa, right? Like, you know, you learn pretty quick who's there for themselves, I yeah. think, especially when you get to that level of competitive athletics. That's a good right? point. Um, where people are, you know, they're not happy seeing other people succeed because um, they want to have that shine, whatever you want to call it. And, I mean, yeah, like, I loved doing what I did and, like, having success when I had it. But, I mean, some of my best memories are, you know, fucking Ted almost throwing a no-hitter high as shit. <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> or, or... He did in the fall. Or... He did in the fall. Didn't it? Yeah, it was in the fall, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and we were all, like, super pissed about it yeah, at the like, time. What? But at the same time, like, it's hey, one of my favorite Teddy, memories. Teddy knew before we did about all that good stuff, so. <laughs> right. Um, or, God, where the hell were we? Uh, you threw a perfect game, right? I, I did. I did. Yeah, it was a perfect we were, game. We were like, at, fucking 20 strikeouts? It was, it was, it was, it wasn't 20, but it was a lot. Uh, it was it, it <laughs> was it was uh, it was against Minnesota Crookston in oh, Crookston. Yeah, and and I was like, is is, is are, I mean, I should have thrown at least a no hitter against those guys. I mean, any of us <laughs> should, like all of us should have done that, right? Every any right. single dude that rolled out there against those guys was gonna go, hey, one hit complete game shutout, you know, conference pitch right. of the week, right? But uh, I do, I it was in it was sophomore year of, and we went down to to Missouri. And you know what I remember mm-hmm. about that trip, man? Obviously, that was a really cool moment. But go back to the boys. I remember being in one of those white vans. We were at mm-hmm. a gas station. And I remember uh, we were at a gas station getting some food or something. And some some girl, high school age girl or whatever, is trying to look cool because she's a bunch of you know college baseball players at the gas station. And I remember she drives... She's going to take a left out of the the gas station, and there was a yep. median there, and she put that thing that she put her car up on that median, <laughs> and I was like, "What are you? What is she doing?" <laughs> she bottomed that bad boy out, and we took it right and kept going, and we're like, "Whatever happened to her? She just stuck in the median." <laughs> we just left her. We got a game to get to. See ya. Oh hey, oh. hey, see you later. Yeah, but no, like that was such like a badass performance, dude. You got featured in Sports Illustrated. Faces yeah. in the crowd, yeah. Mr. Holly. Um, yeah. It was it yeah, was, but those like those are the memories, right? Like, yep. I just I don't know. I I took 
more pleasure in seeing like the team succeed and like doing well because it was such a struggle for us when we started. It was Jeff, and, and you know what? But I'm gonna say this, and 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 hey, what's really ironic here, Jeff, is in the business in the in the world that I'm in now, it's still college sports, and mm -hmm. um, one of the kids that I helped. Uh, uh, I, I say I help. I the kid is was legit, okay. But I I made mm -hmm. the connection. I made the connect the dots for for this dude. But his name is JT Mix, and he went up to Augie from Dallas, um, mm -hmm. and and he had, he was a uh, start the starting second baseman on the on the on the national championship team in 2016 for Huber, and yeah. and I'm telling you, I I I, I believe this with my whole heart. That freshman class, that freshman class that we had, that class of 98, what, what was it, 98, 99, whatever that is, that is the yeah. class that started things rolling with Augustana Baseball. And Augustana Baseball, they are a powerhouse program, but it was, I, I remember thinking at times, how did McCabe get all these dudes to come here? Like, why here? And I'm like, right. you because you just can't, you can't, you can't fake the chemistry of a team and, and i'm like mm -hmm. that group of, of dudes was was special and they and, and I, I feel like we're the we're we helped get that program going in the right direction um, i'm positive and it's because of guys like you uh ted andy you know i'll even throw you know grubner in there grubner allard uh allard you know. yep yep uh yeah dude like so, i, I so think about that a lot that. absolutely i think about that a lot like you know, and obviously, you left, which Ugh. fucking broke my heart. Man, I looking just, back, just we'll being honest later. with you. That yeah, um, but no, I mean it was a great opportunity, right? So yeah, I mean, no one begrudges you guys mm -hmm. for, for fucking going after that. I, I sure as hell don't. Um, but yeah, like Augie was kind of a, they were the doormat, them and Morningside, right? And the first year we were maybe. 500 maybe a little under yep. next year we get like five more wins next year we get five more wins by the time we're seniors we make the conference tournament for the first time in fucking 20 years yep. right the next year they win it you know 10 years later they win a natty furthest I northern pay, team I, to I, ever I, do that i can tell you this i remember this stuff i don't remember i remember our freshman year we were like 500 i know our sophomore yeah. year we were 31 and 16 and everything we had huge expectations <laughs> uh a few more than five uh yeah my but, bad. but 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 junior year the expectations were high for us and we ended up going mm. 500 again and it was oh, like okay. we just we didn't uh we couldn't we were winners but we couldn't figure out how to get past certain obstacles i.e mankato state uh you yeah. know um, and you look back at that, but man, I don't, the, the, the time that we had together, the group of guys, that was the greatest, those were the greatest teams that I ever played for. And that was the most fun I ever had with a team in my life. Absolutely. Absolutely. It was, it was great. And like, for me, I came from fucking nowhere, right. That didn't know shit about baseball. And, <laughs> yeah, you know, right. I, dude, we didn't like. I had I didn't have any coaching, like I just threw hard. That was all I did, and I could hit a ball, right? And then you get there and you start like 
seeing people who can throw like fucking change-ups, sliders, splitters, and you're just like, okay, I guess I got to learn how to do all this stuff. Um, <laughs> you know, well, hey, let me ask successful. you this. What, what, what was your best secondary pitch? Change-up. So My change. when, you, when you, did you feel like, did you feel like there was anything that you mastered there that you were like, man, it really helped me uh, understand the game in this aspect, maybe like a certain pitch or, or like, what do you feel like you, what you got out of Augie in terms of development? Mm. You know, probably just learning how to pitch, right? Like yeah. learning how to, you know, set hitters up. Right, because I my curve always sucked, and I could never fucking throw a slider. Like for the life of me, I could never get one to move. <laughs> it just spun, just spun funny, right? Um, but it, it went straight. Um, so yeah, it was more just you know inside out, up down, right? You know when you know when to burn one to make them think. Wow. You know, when to group, you know, like that was where, and honestly, like that was that came from a lot of you guys, right? I know we had a pitching coach, but he really didn't do a lot for me. Maybe you got more out of it. Um, but I didn't, I didn't learn much from him um, with respect to that, but it was more just about how to navigate a hitter. And I didn't learn any of that in high school. That's for damn sure. Right. Like wow. to me, Oh two, it's put them away. Yep. Right. And then you get to college and you realize if you give up an Oh two hit, that's like Cardinal sin. Man, right. So man. it's, it better not be good, you know, yep. so it's okay to waste one there. And then, you know, three ones the most dangerous pitch in the game, right? And it's just like, God, I didn't know any of this stuff. I was just grooving fastballs. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Like, hey, you say that? I felt the same way too, man. I mean, I feel like we were all learning together, you know. And I and I remember, yeah, I remember my freshman year. Something here that I that I'll and since obviously it's your podcast, which by the way, congrats, man. I'm telling you this. I listen to this stuff. You make me laugh. There are not many people in this world that genuinely make me laugh. <laughs> I listen to this stuff. Appreciate I'm like, it, who is this dude? Who are these guys? Where are they from? Why am I not hanging out with them right now? Uh, but I, when I'm when I'm listening to the podcast, I'm like, it feels like I'm just hanging out with the boys, and that is legit. That has such a good feeling because it, it brings me back to those those times when we would sit around on the couch and you'd have a chomper in with Mountain Dew, and we'd be slugging bush lights, and uh, it brings me back to those times. So, man, I'm, I'm really happy about this podcast. And, 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 I, and, I, and I know this, if, if you don't make it huge with this podcast, I mean, I still think you need to go be a, a radio DJ and play the, hit, uh, <laughs> the best hits from the 60s and 70s on like Sirius XM. Because <laughs> you, that voice is ridiculous. Thank you, Ross. I appreciate well, it. Speaking well, of, what well, are you drinking tonight? <laughs> hey, this is for you. I'm not even going to hide it. I'm going to give you take one guess. And I'm going to say it's as weak as it can get. It is alcohol. Water. No. Oh, hey. okay. 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 Um, weak as it can get. Just vodka water? Peach Moscato. Ooh. Okay. I did not see that coming. <laughs> hey, hey I, Jeff, I've come to the realization in my life, I'm, I don't have anything to prove anymore. I'm like, why am I still no. drinking 13 beers when I sit down for a two-hour drinking session? Let's, let's, let's tone it back a little bit. You know, absolutely uh, good for you, man. Sip, we don't drink shame. One. I don't drink shame. I'm drinking yeah. a bush light. So right? that well, I was just going to ask you that. How many you got? How many you got ready for the show? I, I last I listened to uh, Bennett's last uh, was what was that episode four? Yeah, four or five. 
And he said he had four for an hour. I'm like, that's, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's that's one every 15 he drinks minutes. It. Yeah, he drinks a lot. Um, no, I got I got eight loaded just in case. You know, we'll see how the conversation goes. Might have to take a pee break, but um, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I mean, it's only Wednesday night. Day ends in Y. Let's go, right? Hey. Uh, and a little Augustana baseball koozie for oh, you. Oh, I love there it. There you go. I love brother. it. Hey, uh, um, Bush Light, though, and, I, and I've been just kind of listening, and I'm like, all right, we're still rocking the bush light up up north. I mean, I, I kind of moved on to some some Coors Light when I was a beer drinker, uh, but I don't really yeah. drink much much beer anymore. I don't really drink much beer. I just usually stick with the wine at this point. Um, by the by the leader. Yeah, I mean, I got into wine for a while, and then I got sick, and it always felt like it dehydrated me. Mm. So I kind of like pulled back because I was a red wine guy. Um, I never did the whites or anything like that. Um, I still like one if I go to a nice restaurant. Uh, but as far as like daily, eh, I just stick with what I know, right? Man. I ain't trying to impress anybody. I don't give a shit if people think Bush Light's trash. I enjoy it. I'm going to drink it. I mean, heck, we used to we used to get that thing 9.99 per case. But, 9.99 yeah. per case. What does a case of Bush Light cost these days? I don't know, like 21 or some shit. Inflation. Damn, damn, damn Biden inflation, man. <laughs> Thanks, inflation. Um, yeah, no, a couple other things about Ross, right? Uh, you're a twin. You're a twin, right? Yeah, I am. Uh, I, always, I always thought about, like, having a twin and thinking about you two and, like, how cool it must have been to grow up, like, having your best mm. friend mm. with you all the time. It is. It is you you said blessed earlier that is one of the things that i know as i as i'm a dad now yep. and i understand how important siblings are right sure. and the fact that ryan and i'm so uh, ryan is his name for your your viewer your listeners that don't know who ryan is mm. that's my brother ryan twin uh, my twin brother ryan but like every day every day we were outside doing something and and you know what i'm learning as i as i get older is it's not about the sport you're playing like if you're trying to get better at a baseball mm -hmm. or whatever it's just that you're outside doing something and that you're playing sure. with somebody and that you can uh, so so having a twin brother I, i'm i would i would credit any success i ever had athletically to him sure. you know because of the of the trial and error that we always got i mean we, it was always a competition and then and that's where you learn competition i mean it, it, you, you've seen it the battles that we had um you know uh, i got asked the other day how, how are you and your your twin brother when you guys were second and third grade playing baseball we used to call each other stupid idiots nonstop during the game if i was playing shortstop yeah. he's pitching like those strikes you stupid idiot and so I get it, and he he would he was worse he was worse than me. He's like, you don't even know how to count. Yeah. You don't even know what two people do. I'm like, yeah, Ryan. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you guys used to get into it like all the time. It was like I just love sitting back and watching it, but at the same time, like obviously, then instantly jump to each other's defense if let, like somebody let, else. Let speaking of that, I wanna I wanna bring something up. I want your so so. What year was that? It was sophomore year. We were moving out of the dorms. Yeah. And I know this. 
we, we all had, everybody's was moving their stuff out of the dorms and we were all in your, we were in your uh, dorm room and you were listening to Corn, which honestly, yep. in retrospect, I like Corn. I think I was just trying to piss Ryan off. And, uh, <laughs> and I said, this music sucks. And Ryan just jumped on me. And you were totally fine because you knew what was about to happen. You're like, these guys are going to go do it. And we went, it literally turned in from listening to corn and drinking and, and, and enjoying our last night on campus yep. to Ryan and I in a dorm room with a locked door, shirts off, giving each other concussions and black eyes. <laughs> I'm like, what happened? Because of corn? And, and then we get, we get home that day. And this was before we were about to go play in the summer uh, in Grand Forks. And we get home and my mom, we walk in, she goes, what the hell happened to you two? And she's like, we got into a little disagreement last night. Hey, Ryan, Ryan had, he had knuckle marks on his forehead. I had a black eye, just, just little bruises all over. I'm like, I, I would have given yeah. anything to have social media back then. And just, cause that would have been a world star fight for sure. For but it was like, absolutely. We were locked in that in that in that dorm in that dorm room fighting, and then I'm, I don't even remember. Someone asked me the other day, "How did it stop?" And I'm like, "I think Jeff said, all right, that's enough. Stop it.'" And we're like, oh, "Okay, we're tired." <laughs> so here's what I got a question for you: What's it like watching twins fight? Uh, you know, I think just like like you said, like you know, you're not going to get in the way. Because you guys have been doing it probably your entire life, right? Um, it's really more like you're kind of observing and making sure somebody doesn't like pick up a fucking stapler or something stupid, right? Like you guys are gonna swing, you you swing. It is what it is, right? Yeah. Like you just kind of a you just sit back and watch and you know maybe talk about it afterwards. Like yeah, you know he got you good there, and try yeah. and like cut the tension later. Yeah. But in the midst of it, right? I mean, I, nobody's getting in the way because oh, that's you know eighteen to twenty to twenty-five years of all sorts Pen of shit. Yeah, that you're up. just letting out. Yep. So you just kind of let it go. Up yours, up yours for yeah. when in seventh grade you took my girlfriend. Right. Like, geez, what are we talking about here? Uh, I, I always but wondered. You're, I always wondered, Jeff, because I, I know this with the fighting, the like the fighting that happened. I always was like. The joke's on us, Ryan. I used to like the joke is on us. Everybody is laughing, like hysterically right. laughing, and you and I are the only one that aren't laughing. And in fact, we're not laughing. We're extremely mad at each other. Right, for sure. But that's just part of like being siblings. Like there's, because clearly, like there's no, you guys don't harbor resentment towards each other for the rest not, of your lives, right? Not at all. Not and at all. I mean, I was I was on the receiving end of like coming to each other's defense once do you remember this no you remember well, Ryan's sure a remember. you remember his a2000 his glove oh boy it, did it get so burned we, or something we had a, we were having a bonfire and we were all being fucking dumb and i grabbed his glove and i like set it on the fire and it like you started did? to burn him yeah <laughs> <laughs> And Ryan got so pissed. Understandably, I burned like a, or I, I, I was about to burn a three hundred dollar glove, right? And we were all broke. What, what was going through your mind? Just hey, having a good time? 
I have no idea. I literally have no idea why I did it. But I mean, he, I thought it was going to be funny because I, I mean, it's leather. It's not going to burn, right? Cry, yeah. Not right away. And I was going to grab it, but he did not react that way. And I was like, dude, chill the fuck. You know, like, and I'm going back at him. And then, like, you come out of. I don't fucking know where, and like you're in my face, and I'm like, all right, like I'm not fighting both of you over this. Like, let's all call it. Like, like I don't bad, I, man. I, I I'll truly, buy a new glove. Wow, I, truly I mean, we don't were, remember that. I, I remember the glove getting so burned, drunk, but I don't remember why. I don't remember being a part of it. You well, you weren't. Okay, <laughs> technically, <laughs> you just like jumped into it. Like you jumped in, and you're like. Fuck that! <laughs> you know you don't burn. You don't burn an A two thousand like that. <laughs> you're just like. Well, you were, I mean, everybody was hot, right? Like, understandably, and we weren't sober by any stretch of the imagination. So, you know, well, hey, and I go back to the the fight that we got in, and this is I remember Ryan saying this when I said, "Corn sucks. I don't like corn" or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, and Ryan was like, "Who do you think you are to say that to him?" Like. That's not none of your business. He he's in his room. Listen to what he wants to listen to. Mind your own business. I was like, up yours. Mind your own business. What do you want to do about this? And you were just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's porn guys. <laughs> like I could put on some Crosby Stills Nash and Young. It's okay. <laughs> we can go a little bit lower if we need to. Yeah, but no. I mean, yeah, but that's just like brothers, right? Yeah. And and uh, like I, I looked at you all like brothers, right? Oh, like, and man. we would. I mean, I got pissed at Ted all the time. I got, I, I mean, nobody ever got pissed at Andy because he never really, really like, talk fucking much. said much. Yeah, um, he'd get pissed at light poles, but you know, man. other than that. And you know what? What a, you look back at that? What a wise old man he was. We were all the same age, and he was a wise old man. We were all, you know, idiots, and Andy's sure. just sitting there from afar watching. You know, hey, let's let's put Andy on. Uh, no, nah, you know what? I love that guy, and I want to tell the funniest story ever him, but I'm not going to tell it. So, I just well, remember him, I'll have him out on. one of the biggest farts I've ever heard in my life, <laughs> and I couldn't believe what I was listening to. It sounded like it sounded like like an M16 was in my ear, and I'm like, "What is that?" That was Andy Tootin letting it fly. Yeah. He was a, uh, but he's yeah, no, like he'd be so quiet and chill and he'd be sitting there with his hat forward, you know, that curved yeah. brim. You couldn't see his eyes. Yeah. And then you knew he was about ready to have a good time when he would just turn his hat around. Listening to Metallica. <laughs> For sure. Um, Fucking Gato. You, you, you know, I want to say something about Gato. Yeah, Gato. Is he, he was easily the best first baseman I've ever played with. That dude. Hands down. I don't, he literally, I, I, I'm, I'm being serious. I think he had like a fielding percentage of like 997 in his day. He yeah. never made an error. No. And he was just a vacuum over there. All the crappy throws I used to throw over to him, I'm like, oh no. Oh, yep, never mind. He got it. We're good. Yep. No, he had, he had the softest hands at first that you've ever seen. Man, and then the quickest it. hands at the plate. And just a insane. smart guy. And, and I remember, I remember when he would take batting practice. If he was ever like in group three, like as practice went on, yeah, and and the infield started getting chewed up. I remember if if it was my turn to take ground balls, I'm like, I'm not. I, there's no way I'm standing on the infield when he's taking BP, 
because I'm not trying to field his ground balls like no. with with a choppy field. I'm going to die from that. Yeah. Uh, he was, gosh, he was a good player, man. It was so 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 satisfying seeing him get an opportunity, yeah. you know, and rewarded more than anything, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, shout out to the Hall of Famer. Yeah, shout out to Hall of Fame, HOF. Um, speaking of fights, Uh-oh. remember when uh, you almost got in a fight with our landlord? <laughs> <laughs> hey, did it's a great I, story. Did I or did Rod? Did my dad? Yeah, no, but hey, like so, that dude put it down on him, and I <laughs> was the earth shook. Hey, dude! I was like, what? That's how grown men handle things. <laughs> what was that guy's name? Reed. 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 Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I want to hear this story. Well, I was going to say, like, tell it from your perspective, right? Because, okay. I mean, we were we were juniors, going to be juniors, yep. and we had all got this house, right? The Moon Tower. Uh, the Moon Towers, which yep. RIP has since been demolished. Shout um, out floors, to Yeah. <laughs> fucking floors were uneven. The basement was just rock wall, right? Like, I mean, the place is a shithole, but it was I perfect mean, for college. Oh, just a dump. I mean, I look back at it, I'm like, just a dump. Rats, wouldn't, rats wouldn't pay rent in that place. No. no so absolutely all of the, here, here's what I remember. I yeah. don't remember, I mean, me being in a fight with him, but I remember this. I remember the cleanup. And I remember yeah. when it all stopped. And I remember yeah. it being Rod stopping it all. Hey, dude! And, I, and yeah. he walked and he, like, his eyes were bugging. And he, that Reed looked like he saw a ghost. Yeah. He looked like he was about ready to poop his pants. And I was like, well, that settles that. Uh, <laughs> I, so, and I don't even know what the, the conclusion of it was. But I just know your dad came in and mm-hmm. was Mariano Rivera. So we'd been paying rent all summer. And we were moving in in August, right? That's right. And Mitch moved in like a week before us, right? And the house wasn't cleaned yet. He didn't have fucking locks on the door. And like all Mitch's shit got stolen. Oh, my Remember that? Yeah, I do. And so then we show up. Like we all get there on the same day and we're all like moving in. And the place is just dirty as fuck. And like my uh, parents are there. And you're just like, you know, he shows up and you're like, what the fuck, Reed? You know, like, you had all summer to clean this place. This is a fucking dump. You know, and, like, you're kind of, like, going in on him. Like, I you will do, him? right? Absolutely. Awesome. And and he responded. He was like, what are you talking about? Me and my girlfriend have been over here on our hands and knees. You know, and he, like, starts yelling at you. I remember that. And, and that's that what, was when, that's when Rod. my dad was sitting in another room. Like, all five of us were in the living room. And he was sitting in another room in a recliner. And he had it, like, kicked up. Oh. And he just like throws that thing down and like stands up and he's like, "Hey, dude!" And he gets in his face and I'm just sitting in that chair in the middle of the room and I'm like, "Fuck!" Hey, me and my dad are gonna beat up our landlord. Hey, <laughs> let's not let's not let's not let's not downplay this here. Reed wasn't a big guy, but he was a no. chihuahua. That guy was a barker and absolutely. And and let's Rod is a big. Well, he was a big dude. Like yeah. this guy, if he if he gets his mallet on you, it, you're done. And yeah. that guy knew it. And I'm, you give him credit for at least knowing to turn the temperature down yeah. When, yeah. when when it's go time. Because, dude, he was he was. Yeah. I, I just remember him. My dad. My dad would. My dad. He would say he was a swindler. 
he he's he 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 for sure makes your money and and he doesn't care and, and we didn't know because we weren't the ones paying the rent we didn't care no. but then our parents were like what are we paying for correct yes yeah and like i mean that's the only time i've ever like seen my dad like shake his fist at a guy but he was you know he's just fucking towering over him i think reed's head came to his chest and oh. he's got his fist up and he's like you had all fucking summer like taking these kids fucking money you better clean this house in 48 hours or i'm gonna you know and i mean i just remember being like oh shit if reed does something like i'm gonna superman this motherfucker from across the room and, and, <laughs> and then let's go into that is if you decided to do something to him i'm like right. hey let's talk about the the moon tower when that dude walked into the to the house all of like he was the big bad man. Do you uh, the story here? Oh yeah, I remember. He walks in. He's a little it. guy. What? He was like five something, and yeah. and but he was like, you know, hey, I lift weights, and I'm I, I don't remember what his deal was, but he was posturing on the house, mm-hmm. and I don't think you said a word to him. Maybe said no. heads up, but you went and just whooped the tar out well, of that dude in the in the doorway. Yeah. Well, he he fucked with Wyatt. That's it. Have a nice night, bud. Yeah, he grabbed Wyatt, and, like, Wyatt was yelping. And so, like, I was sitting in the, I guess you would call it the dining room portion yep. of the house. Yeah. And as soon as he, you know, and we all had our eye on this motherfucker all night. Like, just do something stupid, dude. And he grabs Wyatt, and I get up, and I run over, to, and, you know, I'm like, dude, oh. don't touch my fucking dog. Yep. And he, he gave me the whole, well, who are you? And I was like, it's my house. It's my fucking dog don't touch it and you know he like said something stupid so i grabbed him by the neck like he had done yep. to Wyatt, and i pushed him up against a wall i was like how you like it motherfucker Man. and your brother came over and like grabbed me and he's like jeff not worth it and he like pulled me into the tv and this little bitch gets off the wall and like runs at me and he starts hitting me in the hip with his oh. head down and i look at ryan and ryan's like fuck it he let me go and i just yeah, like pushed his head back and fucking one, two, three. That's, him and that's where I saw it. I saw the right hands coming in. And I'm like, good night, bud. Have a good night. Don't ever come back here. Uh, that was, no. I, I, I was always shocked. And you know what? In the, just thinking of the, the front doorway of that house. Do you remember when we were all hanging out? And and, uh, and by hanging out, I mean drinking. Yeah, we get it. That's what college kids do. Baseball players do. Yeah. Uh, uh, we were sitting there and someone decides, I don't even think we were at the commons eating dinner on a Friday night, everybody's feeling good. And hey, yeah. let's, uh, who, I don't know whose video camera we had, uh, but we had someone's video camera there. And uh, we were telling Andy, hey, we want you to take out Trevor tonight. And here's kind of- Oh my God. Remember, you remember when you <laughs> speared him? That is the, I mean, and we got it on tape. And, and he, yes. hey, we were set. Like I say, we were. I was on the couch. Someone was setting him up. Here, bud, you want a want a beer? He walks in. He's got a couple girls. He's feeling God. good. And Andy's the silent dude. And he gets right in front of the TV. He's just toasting. Hey, yeah. And then Andy, out of nowhere, just form tackles him. I, think I mean, he broke it was a end of his ribs. It was a perfect spear. Oh, I mean, beautiful. We, beautiful. we, I bet we watched, and Trevor watched it too. Like, yeah, he no, was a no, good sport and, about it. Yeah, no, and not no bad on Trevor. Just he, he was the one that got the brunt. <laughs> right, he just got the brunt of Andy Spear and a guy tonight. And, oh. I mean, he got bent in half. 
And it just his, it was like I remember watching it. I remember watching it over and over, and we were like, "Look, like look, the beer that he's drinking was was staying in midair while his body was turning into an S." And I was like, "The beer is literally staying in the same spot." And he's he's just getting wrapped up, and you could just see, see his face like, "What just happened?" And Andy was like, "So serious." Oh, and then we got up and said, "All right, nice tackle. All right." And you know what? Give credit to Trevor for just taking it yeah. like a team and not being a yeah. that he, he just let it roll off his back like you idiots. That's because yeah. he had a big old dong. That's why. Yeah, lucky guy. Oh shit! God damn it, Ross. I know. I know. <laughs> this is too fun. This it is too is. fun. It is good. Oh memories. man, we could obviously like tell stories all night, but. Um, we talked. I mean, I mean, I mentioned it earlier. You, you, you transferred after your junior year, right? Yeah. And went to K State, Kansas yeah. State. Like, what went in? Like, I'm just curious. What went into that decision? You know, yeah. What were your thoughts on it at the time? Looking back, all that stuff. You, you know what? That's a that's a that's a good question. And I'm gonna I'll I'll lead off by saying this. And especially doing what I do now, I help with kids with recruiting and all that stuff. And that's what our business mm -hmm. does. But I would never have transferred. And I look back and I, I got poor, not, not, and I'm not blaming anybody. Like I, it was my decision, but I, I look sure. back and I say, number one, I, I should have never left because I didn't take into account what really mattered, but, but yeah. how it all went down was, uh, Ryan and I went up to uh, the, the the North Woods that sophomore after sophomore year. Both of us pitched yep. really well up there, and you know that's a that's a good league. I mean, if you do well, people pay attention. And then a bunch Absolutely. of poaching started happening. Uh, in, yep. in, in 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 reality, we were supposed to leave after sophomore year, and it wasn't to Kansas State. Um, it was another mm -hmm. school. And 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 I'm going to say this. There were big time names in the in in those, and I'm not saying it to like be cool, but I'm saying big time coaching names right now that were doing illegal recruiting, and I look back at it that were partaking sure. in it, and that were calling us and talking to us. I'm talking dudes right now that yeah, and and you just, and I look back at that and I say so. I think it was sophomore year or it was before junior year where we thought we were going to go, and, and and honestly, Jeff, we just got wooed. We we were the For sure. we were the kids that didn't really know what was going on. We didn't. I don't think Ryan and I thought we were better than anything. I think what we just listened to people that were telling us what we needed to do. Hey, if you want to get drafted in the top ten rounds, you gotta you gotta do this. You gotta do that. And yeah. you didn't really know who to listen to. I mean, right. my parents didn't know what to say because they'd never been through it. Um, yep. So you're listening to who do you trust? And and in retrospect. Um, we didn't, we, uh, the, the, and I think he was right for doing this, but the, the McCabe at, 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 Augustana, we were, we went in to ask, uh, ask for our transfer papers back then you had to ask for it, uh, yeah. now transfer portal, but, uh, we asked to, to transfer, asked to be released. And he mm -hmm. said, I knew this was going to happen and I knew it was happening. He thought it, and he goes, I'm not letting this happen. And he goes, if you request your release and you guys continue to go down this road, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm not letting this happen to my program. I didn't send you up to get a summer like that to lose uh, two of my pitchers. 
And sure. respect to him for that. He's right. Because we didn't know what we were doing. We were just being wooed. And, and unfortunately, it was illegal. All of it was yeah. illegal. So uh, we stayed at Augustana, which to me was totally fine. I mean, gosh, I, I just, I again, I, I loved you guys. I loved you. I loved Ted. And I'm like, that's what it was all about. But we, mm-hmm. we left. We left after junior year, you know, just because we thought, Again, we, we junior came around, junior year came around, and, and I remember coach coming to me and saying, hey, if you want to transfer, that's totally fine after the draft. Uh, I got drafted, Ryan didn't. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think both of us were like, well, we were just listening to, 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 to the wrong people yeah. and saying, you got to go there if you want to get drafted. And in reality, I don't know if I ever told you this, but on, on day one of the draft, so back then it was, a ton of rounds, right? Yeah. And absolutely. Uh, on day one of the draft, we had probably five or six clubs call us and mm-hmm. say, would you guys sign? Would you sign in rounds 15 through 20? Right. And we told them no. And uh, so once we said no, that was kind of like us making the decision, hey, we're going to go somewhere else and, and do something sure. different. Um you know, I remember that. I remember that. I feel like was, we were all together when that was going time. on. It was a confusing time, you know? Absolutely, dude. And, like, and sad, and too. I felt sad. For sure. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously, like, that was, you know, when you left, like, it was all like, ah, oh, fuck. You know, like, they were my guys. You know, yeah, Ted was still man. there. Oh, Andy was I still there. But think about it. it wasn't the same. But, I mean, like, at the same time, like, dude, that was, that was like the dream, right? Um, yeah or part of it, like that we were all sort of chasing at the time. And when you're 20, 21 years old, like you don't know fucking left from right, right? You don't have a fully developed, you know, prefrontal cortex yet. So, <laughs> you know, like nobody expects you to make sound decisions. <laughs> no, you know, like I, I definitely, I would have chased it too. Like without, without a doubt. Would you, would you really have? Because I, I've thought about that before. I, 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 I always thought how, in after it happened, I'm like, would 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 the other would those other guys? Do do you really think you would have chased it? I mean, I don't think you would. I'm saying it now as a 42 year old man, like I would. Gotcha, gotcha. right? Yeah, but obviously in the moment, right? Like, who knows? Yeah. It would have been real nice to be wooed like that. Yeah, it felt good. You know what I'm saying? It felt good. Absolutely. And and and, and, and don't get me wrong. I mean. Like it was fun to be a part of that. Like it was sure. some of those experiences were amazing. Um, you know, the division one experience, but you know, I tell kids all the time now, I'm like, if you are, if you are chasing whatever sport it is and you're concerned about the number behind division, you've got it all wrong. Like, because right. it's there are so many factors that go into selecting the right school and and i'll i'll say this with with conviction augustana was the right place for ryan and i and Mm -hmm. and in in retrospect my professional career sucked because i left augustana that's it Hmm. why do you like why do you why do you think that is i'm just curious the key let me ask you this question jeff for you Mm-hmm. What's the key? Once you get to that level, I don't care if it's Division One, Division Two, II, Division Three, whatever. Mm-hmm. What's the key to success? Do you think as a pitcher? 
You can you can say mentality. You can say physical. What is the key to success? I mean, it's super mental boom, at that level. Boom. You know, it's all mentality. So I'm I'm I mean, just by you asking that, I'm assuming that like leaving, like it wasn't. It was. Like it was mentally. It was, it's just harder than you thought it was going to be. It was, I'm going to say this, it's, it was confidence, man. Like sure. my confidence. So, so just, it, and, I, and I, I truly hope I, that's where I, I love what I do now is because yeah. I'm, I want kids to understand mm. it, it's not always right because of it's what do you want? What do you think? Mm -hmm. What, how do you feel about it? Because mm -hmm. what, what, what went wrong there was there was a period of time that I had as a baseball player yeah, where I was, dude, I was King Kong. That's how I felt. I don't mm -hmm. know. That's obviously, uh, that's how I felt. So it was all about confidence. Yeah. And I had a, I, you have a window to make a decision, to make a transition into professional baseball. And I let my window get, it, I left it open too long. And I, that allowed, I didn't strike when the iron was hot and, and yeah. the confidence that I lost and it had to do with Ryan, you know, him, the way he was handled at Kansas state. Um, mm -hmm. you know, we went in and both of us had fantastic falls at Kansas state. Everything started out all right. And, and then it's just like, it, di it didn't work the way you wanted it to. I get it. Adversity. Totally understand mm -hmm. that. But, but where I, what I didn't account for was my comfort level with my boys for sure my comfort yeah, and the level lack of support being, absolutely just being comfortable with where you're at you know yeah. bloom where you're planted idea and 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 then you just feel alone and you're like what yeah. did i do what what happened right. why for why sure. did i go the way that i went and then i let you know it, it was such a it was man i'm gonna say this and i don't know if i ever told I, i'm pretty sure i've told you you know about you know i've had some pretty deep conversations but Man, I struggled the heck with anxiety for so long in my mid twenties. It was mm -hmm. tough because yeah. they always say, you know, people, baseball players, football players, whatever, athletes. There's not like an exit strategy, and when it's over, it's over. Right. You struggle yeah. with it because of what you yeah. said earlier. You hope, you hope, you hope, and then all of a sudden, it doesn't happen. And then I was like, why, how did this not happen? How did this not go the way that right. I had it planned? And, and, and I, dude, I, I did not know my identity whatsoever when I was done. It, I struggled so hard. Uh, mm -hmm. Just 20, I'd, I'm going to say 23, 24 to, to 30 of just not knowing who I was. And it's right. like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, did you, did you experience that at the end of your career? Um, yes and no. I mean, so yes, right? Like you get done and, you know, you go from being on a team and feeling like part of something bigger. And then, you know, I just, I went and I was a fucking banker and you're sitting behind a desk and you got to hit sales. And it's just like, God, this is just, this is the worst. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do this forever. Right. And yeah. thankfully I let, I found an outlet for it, you know, by joining the military. Wow. Right. Um, which seriously still to the day. You know, what the one of the most dude i i can't i respect you so much for that keep going i want well, but i just want you to know the the respect i have for that decision you made dude unbelievable i appreciate that and 
honestly, like, so A, it was an honor, you know, so thank you. But B, you know, like, you and your brother and your family played a part in that, if I'm being honest. Really? Right? Like, just knowing, like, how highly you guys spoke, and your, especially your dad, right? Like, I mean, we, mm-hmm. can, we can get into all that, right? I mean, you know, your dad was, he was a colonel, right? Or was he a light colonel? He, he was a retired lieutenant colonel. When he, when yeah, he was lieutenant done, colonel. He was a lieutenant colonel, yep. You know, he... He he just he he. God, I'm trying to figure out how to say this, but he just he had his shit together, and I always respected him when he was around, right? And I knew how highly you guys talked of him and and his service and how much that impacted your life. And then obviously, like 9/11 happened, and just like feeling lost after college. Wow. Right, like you're like you're talking about, like yeah. just thinking back to those conversations and being like, "Man, I need a I need a bigger purpose See, outside I, of what I'm doing." That blows my mind that you had the clarity of mind to recognize that. I didn't recognize that, Jeff. And and let me ask you this: How did you know that? Is that something that you? Is that something like that you your parents instilled in you? Like, how did you know? I need a bigger purpose uh, to, to work for. Um, that you know, that's a great question because since I've gotten out, I've struggled with it, right? Um, just fe- like you said, feeling lost, right? Like I'm, you know, because I graduated, I was 21 when I graduated, and just thinking, like, man, there's got to be more to life than this. There's, wow. you know other than chasing money. And I dated a girl in college who, you know, we had a weird conversation once, you know, you're young and stupid and in love. Right. And we were watching some dumb movie. And I think I said something like, you know, I'd love you if we were in a trailer park or a mansion. It doesn't matter to me. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think her response was like, I don't think I'd love you in a trailer park. Wow. Right. And I was like, okay, so that's all that matters to you. But it's not like I've never worked. I've never lived to work. I've always worked to live, right? Because, you know, I don't give a shit about how many sales I have this year or, you know, how many accounts I manage or people I leave. You know, it. it's at the end of the day, it doesn't matter to me personally. Um, what matters is like how I am with my family and my friends and, you know, the experiences that we have because those are the people who are going to remember me, you know, when I'm gone. And so thinking back to then and just realizing like, man, I, I don't, I don't want to chase money. That is not what life is about. There's got to be something else. And I really like, like you said, man, it was, you get lost. And I've thought about it long and hard. I mean, I didn't join right away. I, it took me 11 months to walk in there and, and sign my name on the dotted line. Right. So so, but I mean, uh, the, the first place you... I went was the Air Force, FYI. Really? <laughs> yeah. Just took too long. <laughs> when I decided I was ready to go and they told me it was a year, I was like, ah, it's too long. I'm going to go. What, 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 what clicked in you to say, now's the time? Oh, God, just, just knowing, like, if I don't go now, I'll, I'll probably never go. Dude, that, that, that is such the biggest ball drop move ever and and then i just remember thinking that dude spent he was a college baseball player he got his degree 
And and I and now I look at that decision make that that decision that you made, and I'm like, what you said is perfect. It's it's there's a bigger purpose. I need to be a part of a bigger purpose. And I think when you mm-hmm. isolate yourself and you're so worried about your own decisions, and you and and and, and go back to the, the decision that I made. I, I, the decision that I made about changing colleges, they're they're not even close, like relatively speaking. Like yours yeah. is way more important. I, but, I get what you're but, saying though. But relatively speaking, the 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 decision you made to 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 go serve your country was mm-hmm. so unselfish and such a te- like that's you. That's a team. And, and, and where I say I lost my identity, I was a team guy. I always wanted team, 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 always. And when I made that decision to leave, it was a selfish decision. And I didn't account right. for my buddies. I didn't, like, what the heck were you thinking? Uh, and, sure. and I look back at that and, and just say it was selfish. Like, why would sure. you leave your boys? Why would you leave the and, – and I'm not going to beat myself up for it, but I, but that's the difference is – when you're selfish and you make selfish, you may not be selfish, but you you make selfish decisions, you deal with the consequences and they're worse. But when mm-hmm. you put other people first and you serve and you're and like just your character sure. of loyalty and then wanting the greater purpose, and I, I, that's so much more fulfilling, you know? Right. For sure. It's yeah, greater. I mean, it's like, far greater to give than receive. I, that's what I believe. And I'm, it's just like it shouldn't be just about you. Absolutely. And, you know. I, I I do not, by any stretch of the imagination, think like the decision you made was a bad one, man. Like that again, you're 21 years old. It's yep. so hard to think critically like that when you're that age, which is why I think what you're doing now is so fucking awesome, right? Yeah. And you know, we can. I'd love for you to just talk about it for a second. I, I do want you to get on one of my buddies' podcasts because he'll. You guys can dive into it, and you know he loves like he he always talks about recruiting and college. You know he's a former college coach, and like I think, and he's got a bigger platform. I think it would be super cool, but I'd love for you to just like talk about it a little bit because I do yeah. think it's important. Because when you are eighteen, like you said, so many people just care about the number behind that D, right? And is that the like I got to get those offers? I got to get those offers and as opposed to you show up to a school, you meet the teammates, you meet the coaches, and it feels like home, is that the right place for you or not, right? And so, yeah, Jeff, fire away, Jeff, man. That, the best way for me to, like, I'm, I, I deal with, like, comparisons and try to, like, make analogies. And this is what, it, this is what it's like. College recruiting is, is it's like dating, and then it's yeah. and then and, it, and it's marriage. You could say it's like a job search process. It's like dating, but it's so important for kids to understand when if you truly want to find the love of your life, whatever that looks like, what who whatever whatever that is. Yeah. If you're being honest with yourself, you take an inventory of what matters to you. Um, hey, I need if you're if the inventory you're taking and you're making your list out. And, and as it relates to college recruiting, if you're 
if you're if your inventory and you're writing the list and, and they're it's all materialistic yeah, they're a nike team uh the the, the their top 25 uh they're, if it's all for the materialistic reasons and it's all for the glitz and the glamour you're making the wrong decision and if you're making decisions based on what other just like in dating if you're dating someone because all your buddies or your 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 friends are telling you you should date him or you should date her and 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 everybody's trying but you don't feel it right you're you're making the wrong decision so i i what what we do is in what 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 i think is so important about recruiting is i think it's so important for kids for student athletes high school kids I think it's so important for them to form opinions about what makes them happy. Um, sure. I'll use Ryan and I as examples here and saying, you know where we were happy? We were happy not at a division one school that had the name recognition in the big stadium and the big crowds. We were happy with our buddies. Mm -hmm. We were happy with the people we felt comfortable with. We were happy being closer to home because our parents got to go to every game. We were happy yeah. because we, your parents were at every game. Ted's parents were at every game. Andy's yep. parents were at every game. We, that's the stuff why you play the game. That's what motivates you to, to, to play. You're not, if, if, if it motivates you to be, uh, to, because of, a, of, of, of what gear you're wearing or uh, what the jerseys look like, it, mm -hmm. it's the wrong decision. And, and accounting for your own happiness is the most important thing that any high school athlete could do is for sure. really sitting down. And I was having this conversation with a guy tonight, uh, his kid, hey, 6'7", 86, 87 from the right side, 6'7", 16 years old, just a donkey. I'm like, this dude's, this dude's going to be a division one guy athletically if he wants to be, and he'll probably be a pro guy at some point. But, but his question to me was, what do you, what do you, what do you, what do you make of all of it? What, 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 what advice would you, and I'm like, just what is, what's going to make him happy? And you as parents mm -hmm. help him out. What's going to make him happy? Is it big school, small school? Uh, is it, is it, uh, is it close is it to home, close far to away? Home? Is it a, yeah. a big football team? Is it, those are the things that matter, you know, yeah. uh, not the not the stuff that that's just materialistic it's it's the shallow that maybe the word is the better word to use is shallow you know are you shallow or are you really digging in on on yeah. what's going to make you happy and and i think yeah. that's anything that you do in life you know mm -hmm. um what makes you happy you everybody has to account for their own happiness and Absolutely. when you when you live a lie i've done it when you live a lie you let other people influence your decisions that that don't care that don't matter to you um, it's usually the wrong wrong place to be. Right. And you're just not going to be happy. Happy right. slash successful, right? Um, Guilt-ridden, anxiety-ridden, whatever you want to call Ooh. it, right? Like that, yep. that those things, if you don't take those other things into account, right? It's like you said, it's, it's you just, you're facing an uphill battle. Doesn't mean it can't be accomplished. You sure could, but it's a hell of a lot harder, right? Than if you're in your, if you're in your happy place. <laughs> hey, I, I, I asked, I asked Ryan not to be all serious because we can get back to the joking here soon, but I no. asked Ryan this a couple weeks ago. Okay. Cause we're all into the coaching. I've got, I've got two, two, uh, yeah. Two boys. Uh, uh, one is sitting right here right now, but nice. Uh, I got Kaiser and Ryder and then I got, and then Ryan has uh Ty. 
Okay. And they're all, you know, seven, eight years old. Mm -hmm. Let me ask you this question. Would you rather, would you, and I'm just speaking of your son, your, your boy. Yeah. Yeah. Would you rather have him be a professional baseball player? Would you rather have him pursue a professional baseball dream? Or would you rather have him be a Navy SEAL or a fighter pilot for in, in the Air Force, or a or a or a um, a, a ranger in the Army? Hmm. At this point in your life, what would you what would you what would you tell him? Uh, yeah, that's a great question, right? And I was going to ask you about sports, right? Because like it defined so much of who we were growing up. Yep. Right. And you know, one of the things I've talked about a lot. And that I struggled with was how much I struggled with, like, my dad being so in tune to basketball, right? Yep, yep. Um, And so, like, personally, I've never asked Jackson – I've never pushed Jackson into playing baseball. Okay. He, He has played it two days ago. He came home and he's like, Dad, can we play catch? Right? And it's like the first time he and I, like, literally with our gloves, like, just went out in the front yard and just played catch. Wow. You know, he's eight years old. Makes me um, cry. I mean, like, I, at, at the time, I was just like, God damn, dude. Like, this is, this is awesome. Um, yeah. Because I didn't push him in that direction. Like, what I've always tried to do with him is, like, expose him to things. Um, and I try to help him find like whatever he's passionate about, passionate about at the same time on the back end, I work really hard to like instill those values that I learned when I was in service. Right. Mm -hmm. And which are what, you know, so what just honor, integrity, um, loyalty, commitment, you know, like just Mm. taking care of those around you, putting others first, you know, if this is extreme, right? Jump on a grenade for your friends, right? Like yeah. that type of stuff. Stand up for those that are weaker than you, yeah. right? Fight the fights that others can't for them. Um, I like to think he's going to be a big dude. Who knows? I mean, he's mm-hmm. built like me at eight years old, but you never know, right? So, but, but you don't have to be like, look, like when you were in college, you weren't a big dude. No, right? 180 but pounds. you I wouldn't have fucked with you. Sorry if your son's listening. Like, I wouldn't have messed with you, right? Like, because I knew you were the type of guy who, A, we were friends. But at the same time, like, you weren't going to take any shit. You know what I mean? And didn't matter who it was for. And you stuck up for others. Um, and that's that matters to me more than anything. Like, I don't, give a, I don't care if he's popular. I don't care if he plays baseball, football, basketball, golf, whatever. That's what matters more to me. And so, like, I try and instill those values to him. Preach, dude. That is unbelievable. While exposing him to opportunities, right? And so, like, he he got hard into football, which, you know, was super exciting. You know, and I helped him and I coached him and all those things. But this this last year, he's like, I don't know if I want to play it this year. I'm like, okay, what do you want to do? You know, like, here's a guitar. You want to learn how to play it? Wow. Man, I would. Yep. Yep. You know, like. There's a thousand things out there, and I always struggled with this. And I, and you're in the business now, and you have kids. Is how crazy parents are mm. about sports. 
I dealt with it last night. That's another story. I want to keep. I want to keep going. That shit blows my mind, and it's overboard. And I know we we were lucky in a respect that we grew up in smaller towns later in our lives, right? But so many of these kids are just like married to one thing so freaking early. And I know I got burnout on baseball by the end. I can't imagine doing it year round since you're six, you know, and not focusing on anything else. And so, and for crying out loud, like when you're six, like you have no idea if you're going to be good at anything. No, you haven't. You haven't. You know what I mean? Puberty, you know. Correct. You, you don't even know. I couldn't agree more, Jeff. So it's it's for me. It's just about like exposing him to opportunities, right? And uh, I always had this argument with uh, a person I worked with about how involved her kid was in sports. I'm like, do you send him to math camp? Wow. What you know what I mean? Say? Like, she's like, well, no. I'm like, why not? Chances are he's gonna make a living doing that. Like, with all Great due respect, like, right he might there. be might be the greatest, you know, whatever player in the history of time. They might be. Chances are seriously low, but they could be a rocket scientist. You know, you know, hearing you say that, it just, it, it makes me, it makes me say this. You, we're so lucky to have the parents we had. Because mm-hmm. I know this about... Rod and Deb, they support you a hundred. They they support you one hundred percent. Your dad supported you one hundred percent. Your mom still. It's all. There's so Absolutely. much support there, and I'm gonna say this: my parents, Tom and Deb, they yep. support us so much. But you know what, Jeff? They 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 cared about the character, like what you just talked about. Your mom and dad do. They did. My mom mm-hmm. and dad do. They did. And you know what? And it's like, they just trust us to go out and find our way. And it's like, that's what it's about. And, and hearing mm-hmm. you say that, I'm like, man, you you are spot on with, with when you're talking about kids, it's not our job to tell them what to do. It's our job to help them to learn how to do, do it sure. the right way. Right. Don't, I remember my dad all the time, dude. Hey, don't do anything half-assed ever. Like, right. if I had a dollar for every time I heard my dad say the word <laughs> half-assed, I would be a millionaire. And I'm telling you, that it's hilarious. Ryan, uh, Ryan, Ryan used to play this. Hey, he would go out. We would both have half the lawn. Okay, I had to mow <laughs> half of it. He had to mow half of it. And I got so obsessively, I was so obsessed with it, doing it the like it's got to be perfect. Ryan yeah. would go out and just middle screw up about a quarter of it and come in and take a break and say hey and i go out there and i'm like i'm doing it i'm hey don't do it half ass. and he'd be like i never had to do it i knew you were going to do it the whole time and i'm like that but but to go back to what your parents they 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 instilled that in you and that's where it comes from is who they are and i'm like gosh i hope uh, you know hearing you say that that that's that's a good reminder to me. I think to all parents is just support them and love them, and and I and, and then build the character. I talked to a coach today, and he said, "We're not interested if we're recruiting you. We're not. We clearly think we know you have physical ability. We're mm-hmm. interested in your character. 
We're interested in what your background is. We're interested in what drives you and what motivates you. And I'd like to say this, to go back to the question of, would you rather have your son serve this country, this amazing country that we live in, or would you rather have him play baseball? And, 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 and one of my biggest regrets is I didn't do what you did. Mm. It's like, what's more important? And, and I, hey, don't get me wrong. Playing baseball and being a, a professional athlete, that's an amazing thing. Hats off to anybody oh, because yeah. that shows commitment. You get to that level, you're, you're a master. You're a, you specialize in what you do. But what's more important than loving your country? The, 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 and for sure and, and proving it and saying no this is that that's 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 where I, I I genuinely feel like when I hear those athletes saying hey man we were we back the 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 soldiers and all that stuff it's it's they mean it because they see it as what we what professional athletes do it's just not that big of a deal it's really right. not playing a sport right. professionally and how we worship them as a culture, but to, for a man to make it, and I use you as an example because there's many other, but I, for a man to go to college, to play baseball, to go, get his degree, to decide to serve his country because he needed a greater purpose. How are we not celebrating that all the time? How are those people right. not lifted up on the highest level? Uh, it doesn't make sense to me. Right. Right. So yeah, I'm listening to you to the highest level, brother. <laughs> Appreciate that, Ross. But no, so like Moscato cheers. <laughs> Moscato cheers. Yeah, no. So like for me, it's just it's exposing them, right? Like let them find. That's what I try to. That's what I'm trying to do as a parent for both of my children is to let them try and find whatever the hell they're passionate about. I don't care what it is. Hey, can we can but we find throw your this passion. in here? Can we throw this in since it's a podcast and people can't see? But I think you have like the best looking family I've ever seen in my life. Oh, uh, they're all models. And I look at them and I'm like, <laughs> they look like they should be in a damn JC Penny catalog or a, a GQ photo JC shoot. <laughs> I mean, your kids are adorable. Your wife's a babe. You're just a complete hunk. I know my, 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 my mom and my sister, like back in the day, if Jeff was going to be around, that was important. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, I want to puke. You're like, calm down. This guy's an idiot. I've, no, I'm like, I get I've it. I've lived with him for four years. Yeah. No, like, I appreciate that. Like, the, my kids are, we got lucky, right? Like, they, yeah. they're, they're two healthy children, and, you know, they take their looks after their mother. So, um, mm -hmm. I'm lucky in that respect. So, yeah, man. Um, but no, so it's just like exposing them. Whatever it's going to be, I don't care. You know, Jack wants to be a freaking YouTuber now. I'm sure your kids are all into that oh, stuff yeah, as they, well. Yep. Yeah. So, so I ha I have Kaiser, who's who's my stepson. He's he's eight. He's a third grader, but he's my son. I have Ryder, who who is my son, and then I have Sierra, who's she's four. She's in what's she in pre K, pre K. She's in pre K. And and you know what? They're such good kids, and that's all that matters. Is like I all I care. Right. All I want for them is to we're we're doing a thing here in in October and we we were writing our goals out on the uh on the refrigerator i got this these sweet magnets by the way unbelievable i got them at walmart today magnets with like lists you can write it's like a big two by two you push it on the yeah stick it on the sure. uh but but it's there it's your it's the it's the it's like 
us keeping their goals. And and what's funny about giving and receiving is uh, we, we said, hey, one of the one of their goals is to give a compliment to somebody every day. You know, mm-hmm. and you, I, hey, what was your compliment today? You right. told told Luca that his shirt was huh? he had a nice shirt. No, that was Ryder. Ryder said he. What did you say? Um, I, I told my teacher uh, she had a nice shirt. He he told his teacher she had a nice shirt. Okay, and I think it's amazing trying to like like just be nice to other people and love them and and right. That's what we're trying to show them. Uh, what was crazy is I never get compliments, and I'm driving. I'm, I'm walking through the grocery store today. And we literally just started this a few days ago. And this guy stops me and says, hey, man, I really like your hat. I'm like, what? Uh, so it was kind of affirmation or confirmation to me is like, hey, we're doing the right things. And and, and what yeah, you're man. saying about Jack, I'm all on board is let's take let's worry about their character. Let's not worry about all the other stuff. Let's worry about the way they're growing up and the way they're, you know, turning into men and women. Just make sure they're doing the right things. That's that's what matters. And I because and I, I'll tell Absolutely. you this, dude. <clears throat> And I don't know what other direction you want to go, but to go back to that comment about the the parents with the the, the coaching stuff, uh, kids parents are crazy these days, dude. I dealt with it firsthand last night, first time ever. I, I've I've never coached this. I'm coaching their baseball team, and uh, I had a dad. I had a grandpa. Literally, in the middle of a game. We're down a run. It's the first season of kid pitch ever. Uh, yell at the third base coach, which was me, saying, Pay attention! Coach, what are you doing? Pay attention! He throws his arms up. And I'm like, I got you, bud. I see you. And I told him I acknowledged him. I got. We'll talk about this later. And uh, <laughs> but, but it was a grandpa and a dad on my team. The way they handle themselves, and I'm like, I, 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 I hear, I've heard stories, but I've never had to deal with it firsthand. And I dealt with it firsthand last night. I had a man physically threaten to beat me up because of how things were going down with with his kid. And and and, and essentially, what it boils down to, Jeff, and you know this, is playing time and where you're playing. And he couldn't, he can't accept. It's not that his kid sucks; is his kid's not ready. His kid's not developed. He's not ready. Quit putting pressure on him. But he's right. mad about his kid's performance, so he wants to take it out on 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 a coach. Whoever he can. Yeah. It was unbelievable. And it was unbelievable. Retro- you believe it. In in reality, all he's doing is ruining that kid's experience. Mm. Right? Of Thank you for saying that. You know, like that kid's gonna think, like, God, I don't want to play sports. My dad, you know, my dad's an asshole. He's probably embarrassed by it or at least he should be and if he's not well that kid's gonna struggle throughout the yep. rest of his life and probably turn out just like that right yep. you know and i learned that like i yelled at an opposing coach once for that coach being a dick right yep. like he was he was essentially telling his kids to cheat you know and we're talking Ooh. about seven-year-old football and you know and i just stood up and i you know i walked over i'm like what's your deal dude like calm down mm-hmm. you know i'm sorry this seven-year-old made a mistake you know man but you're actively like encouraging, you know, breaking the rules, like grow up, you know, and and I wasn't like screaming at him. You've heard me yell like I wasn't doing that. I was just talking loudly so others could hear it because I wanted to embarrass the guy. <laughs> but you got a pretty good place. You know, I do the same. Like, oh. I do the same. And, and after the game, you know, I, I told Jack, I was like, hey, man, you know, sorry I had to do that. He's like, I was a little embarrassed by that. And I was doing the right thing. 
yeah. in my head, you know, but yeah. even he was embarrassed by that. So like, imagine a kid whose wow. dad or mom or family member, whoever the hell it is, has somebody in the stands who's yelling at everybody. Like, God, you think they're enjoying that? And There's it's, no and way it's, they it's, are. And, it, and it's what is the reason for it? You know, is the reason because you want to win that bad? Or is it is it for yourself or is it for the kid? And at, at the end of the day, we all know what the answer to that is. It's never it's never for a good reason. There's no reason to be no. yelling at an official. There's no reason to be no. yelling at a coach. There's no reason to be yelling at an, and and it's like it's crazy to me that I've had to I've had to say this more than once this year to the this to, this is the first time I've ever had to be like this is you can't talk to the to the umpires. You can't like shut up. It's you, like don't right. talk, don't say a word to them. They are they are doing the best they can, and if right. you're worried about umpires making call, you're worried about the wrong thing. And then don't say to the opposing team you suck. We're seven and right. eight. Don't talk to the coaches. Don't just encourage your kids. And it's the the people that can't sit there and just enjoy their kids. Those are the ones that are scary, and those are the ones that are creating the, these 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 kids out here that have. And it's not the kids' fault. It's you're a you're a product of you know you're you're uh you're you're a product of your parents you know and that's Absolutely. why we can sit here and, and and say those things because you were a good one because of who your parents were it's for sure crazy to me. for sure and vice versa man you know like doesn't mean we didn't like lose our temper sometimes right man. but you know we were a, a bit older when we started doing that i know lord knows i never like yelled at a ref for a bad call or an ump for a bad call until I was in my 20s. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I I, had, I was never going to do that in high school. Um, but, yeah, like, the, and then you're just making your own decisions. And, you know, sometimes hey, it's hey, more out of for, frustration than anything. For, for the record, because I know you'll appreciate it, but when it happened last night, I'm in the third base box, okay? Mm-hmm. And this guy doesn't know the context, this grandpa. And he yells – at the perfect time. I'm telling you, I sent out a message earlier in the day and I said, I'm not accepting any of it. No more. None. Mm-hmm. You're not going to act like this. You're not going to represent us like this. And I said, right. let's be encouraging. Let's, okay. And I'm being ultra positive. I'm feeling good, at, you know, and yeah. we get to the game. And I'm thankful that what I heard was directed towards me. I blew it, Jeff. I blew the coat. I blew, but the kid that actually was on third base actually ends up scoring. So, but I blew it because I wasn't paying attention is what the guy said. And when he, when he said it, I was like, you're done. I'm going to, I'm going to find you after the game. And, and that's where I was like, God, you stupid idiot. Like you stupid idiot. Just my, shut up. And it's not worth it. But, but I, but I was like, I sent this message and I'm going to go address that audience. I'm going to get in front of them. And I was proud of our guys. We tied. It was a great, what our best baseball game of the year. And I just go up to him and I, I said uh, in the crowd and everybody, and I'd say, Hey, Hey, you, you, uh, you, uh, what did you say? Do, do you have something to say? And he goes, he kind of fumbled around. I said, do you have anything to say to me? He goes, well, well, I want you to pay attention to the game. And I said, okay, so you want me to pay attention to the game? you want me to pay attention to the game? And I said, and this is where I went wrong. And I said, uh, you're not welcome back here. Get out of here, old man. And it was, the game was over, but he didn't like old man. And then his, his, the, it's a whole long story, but I'm like, it's not worth, I'm telling you this right now. 
it it everything from Saturday till now till yesterday just escalated and it turned into I thought I was going to be on a viral video. We we could be talking about I could be in prison right now for beating the tar <laughs> out of somebody. And I'm like, thank goodness. I was like, nope, 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 nope. Don't do it. You know, like, and that's where I struggle, right? Because to me, those people need to be called out. Mm-hmm. Because it, it, if they if they can just get away with it, they're going to continue to do it, and they're going to continue to act like an idiot. And right, like maybe you didn't handle that in your head how you thought you should have but you know what like somebody said something to that guy i didn't cuss at he's him. gonna think twice i didn't cuss but. at him and i didn't i didn't get physical with anybody so i was like eh that's kind of a tie or a little bit of a win but you're right and 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 i, and I had some advice from a guy that i respect a couple weeks ago and he said the what's wrong with parents at the younger youngest ages is, is that they've never heard it or they've never been challenged on it They've right. never heard it, or they've never been challenged on it. And I was like, "Well, I guess he's getting challenged tonight." So, for sure. And you have. That's what I'm saying. You have to in those. Situ- in my opinion, someone has to. Whether it's the coach, what you'd like to see is an opposing, you know, another parent be like, "Look, you know, that's not what we're doing here." You know what I mean? And and stand up for the team as a whole. Like it shouldn't fall on just the coach to deal with those situations, right? Like. You know, I, I'm sure when you were growing up, right, like the team extended to everybody. Yep. Right. Like you had yep. the team mom, you had, you know, all the parents that were involved and, you know, the, the dad's just coming out and like helping, you know, hit ground balls and, you know, to football, to moving the chains, like all the stuff, right? Like they were all involved. And so when somebody was an ass, what used to happen was another parent was like, hey, Rick. You know, that's, that's not what we're doing. You know, like, that's not how we're, you know. It, but you said it it's not what we it, want the program to be. It, it, yeah. it, it represents everybody. And and, yeah. and who is who is the who is the the figurative head of the team? The coach. And I'm like, I'm not going to have a For bunch sure. of bozos out in the in the. And that's what you are. If you're a parent and you're out there yelling at refs and umps and you're yelling at your kid and right. coaching from the stands, you're a right. bozo. You're a right. bozo. That's what it is. And and you're yep. ruining the experience for everybody else. And I got news for you. When you when it does when it when when it does come time for your kid to get recruited or to go play it in and adversity strikes, check them off the list because no one's gonna want to deal with you. And Correct. that's and that's what it's like all you're doing is hurting your kid. And you're a bozo, Correct. and it just it's it, it it ruins the the sport. Listen, I get there are certain situations every once in a while where grace needs to be extended, and it, and we all kind of just lose it, okay? But most most of the time, it's the same people doing the same things mm-hmm. until they get caught, and and that's Correct. just that's just there's no place for it, and the fact that they don't care to be better is it, it, it's it's uh it's sad right <clears throat> right without a doubt without a I doubt got a real i got I, a, I got a real serious question for you. how bad do you got to pee right now oh quite a bit i don't know about you pee break pee break all right we'll take a pee break we'll be right back all right all right so after the pee break ross and i did another hour and change and so instead of 
um, subjecting you all or asking you all to listen to a two and a half hour podcast. I decided I'm going to cut this up into two different episodes. So make sure you tune in next week. Uh, you'll get to hear the second half of our conversation. Um, uh, we were having a ton of fun doing it. So yeah, so if you would, you know, don't forget to like, share, subscribe, rate it five stars if you like it. Share it with your friends. I would appreciate it. And uh, yeah, thank you for tuning in. It means a lot that you listen. Until next week. Be good, everybody. Thank you.